Happy holidays. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Netflix Book Club. My name is Dennis Rooney. Netflix Book Club. Netflix. That's that's happy birthday. I, uh, Netflix Book Club, Netflix Book Club, Netflix Book Club. Netflix Book Club all day. Uh, Who are you? Say your name, I'm man. Stephen McDonald. Welcome to Netflix Book Club. Hey, everybody. Uh, we got a holiday edition episode We got a here. holiday romp. Before we get to that, though, uh, check us out on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes. Leave us a good review. Subscribe. Tell your friends. We're on YouTube also now. Oh, yeah. The YouTubes. The YouTubes. Go to the YouTubes to check us out. Watch the YouTubes. Um, Other than that, Dennis, what do you got going on lately? What do I got going on? Um, I will be in the Suffolk Theater in Riverhead New Year's Eve, if you want to come check that out. A very nice theater right on the crux of Long Island. (laughs) Uh-huh. How about yourself? What do you what do you got? Nothing. Nothing? Netflix nothing. book club. That's what Netflix you got. Netflix book club. Hanging out. <laughs> getting ready. I'm gonna go on a road trip soon. Oh, where are you going? We're going to Chicago. Ew. Me and Rachel are oh. uh the Friday after Christmas. We are driving all the way from here to Chicago. Then we're spending the weekend in Chicago and then on Monday we're driving all the way back. How long is the drive to Chicago? It's a little over twelve hours. Okay. All right. It's not like the worst thing in the world. It's pretty bad. Here's the thing. Twelve, 12 total like or 12 that'll turn into like 14, 15? Uh, 12 that'll probably turn into 13 just with like lunch. Okay. Um, I'm pretty good about being on the road like and just hanging out. I went to Rhode Island yesterday for uh, I was headlining a brewery in somewhere and uh I love when I go to some state I've never been to, like Rhode Island. I see uh-huh. none of it, just the inside of yeah. a brewery, and yeah. then I hop right back in the car and leave. Yeah. And it took us five hours to get there. No stops, which I was pretty proud of, and three hours to get back, which was great. But we did stop once to urinate. That's a good, I mean, that's good coming. That's good coming back time. It's good coming back time, especially, yeah, it's just when all you want to do is be home. Yeah. It's nice to come flying down. Big ups I'm to sure Neil Rubenstein. Previous hey, nice. guest on the podcast. He was the one uh, who drove me, and uh, he was the feature on the show. He did a great job. Oh, big ups to him. Big ups. I uh, yeah, we're driving out to we're driving out to Chicago because we realized the last time that we flew, um, that both ways the amount of delays that we had made it so that it was only about an hour and a half faster. Yeah. To fly. Interesting. Because we needed to get there. Like you got to get to the airport early. And then you're delayed, and then you're sitting in the airport, and then your plane flies in, and then for whatever reason, because you were delayed at the last airport, they don't have a they don't have somewhere for your plane to go when you showed up. Mid flight, you're in and the air, and you realize you left your youngest child at home unattended. Exactly in Chicago, in where all those Chicago. murders happen. Uh, it's That's okay. He'll murders build, happen on the he'll north build side. Traps. Right? Uh, He's got half-filled paint cans. He's got half-filled paint cans that would have easily killed them. Would they have? Yeah, Mythbusters did it. Mythbusters did all the stuff in there. (laughs) They would have been dead so many times. There's so many things from Home Alone that would have killed them. I mean, wouldn't they also... I forget the movie, which we should just talk about Home Alone this episode instead of the stupid fucking movie that we watched. (laughs) The movie that we watched was Christmas (laughs) Break-In. Um... I am so glad that this is not my fault because what, what? happened? No, no, this is your no, fault. no, it's not. Yes, it no, is. it's right. not. Let's hear your version. What happened is this: Dennis sent me three different titles. I sent back to him because I was tired from working. I don't care. I don't know what any of these are. You pick one. So it's your fault. 
You and trusted then, me, which you shouldn't you, have. And then you picked one. You know I'm going to pick something that's... First of all, I think out of all the options, they were all probably going to be awful. I know. Let me let me but let me set still. this up too, because when I when I went to go search for a movie we, for this holiday edition, we were supposed to have a guest today. We we're supposed Who's to have a guest. Supposed to be our guest, Jesse, my buddy Jesse. You've never met him. I'm sorry, Jesse. I, I am a, sorry. I, I had a shoot. That, no, you don't have and to. And so we had to we had to we had to move back our time that we were recording, and then Jesse watched a movie for no reason. Jesse watched this awful 90 minute kids film. I, if I were him, I've apologized thrice. Uh, if uh, I were him, I'd still be so mad. Here's here's what I'm going to point out. Uh-oh. Okay, this was not 90 minutes. 87 minutes. This was 87 minutes, and then I would like to point out there, were, there at the beginning, there was at least a one-minute title sequence of just all of the actors' names. Yep. Every actor. And every actor in the movie got a thing at the beginning, and then at the end, there was a four-minute bloopers reel. Which was the best part of the movie, which, though. Which was arguably the best part of the movie, but... Several laugh-out-loud moments. But what I will say with that last end of the movie what that I realized was, oh, they, they didn't have enough to cut together a 90... Like, they needed, a to, proper fill, they film. needed to fill a 90-minute order, yeah, and probably. they didn't have enough to do it. Well... Let's let's talk about this film in a way where. Uh, yeah. Let me ask you a ah, question, Steve. I'm sorry, my microphone is. We're having like some technical difficulties right now. All I, all I want for Christmas, all I want for Christmas is an audio board that works correctly. A clear, cold connection. Stephen, uh, what would you say is the worst way to describe this movie? What's the worst way to describe this movie? Oh yeah. What's the worst way to describe it? Okay. What I would say the worst way to describe this movie is, is that this is the most heartfelt retelling of how Taylor Swift got her first guitar. (laughs) I don't think so. You think Taylor Swift was given her first guitar by an old uh, seedy black dude? Uh, no, 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 not CD. I, I think that I think that Taylor Swift would have given her first guitar by Danny Glover. I, I think that it the was real life the Danny real Glover. life Danny Glover. A lot of people don't know her Taylor Swift. Guitar. Huge um, Die Hard fan. He's not in Die Hard. He's not in Die Hard. What does it leave the weapon? God. <laughs> As it was coming out of my now- mouth, I knew it was wrong, and I said, "I'm just going to run with it." Lethal weapon. Lethal weapon. I don't think I've seen. He's one lethal getting weapon. too old for this shit. He's way too old to be in this. I feel kind of bad too old for this shit. That's for sure. All right, let me let me let me. What's your mind. worst way to describe this? this yeah, movie. this way we can hit the break and then just ugh, talk about this movie. Um, this is a perfect. I feel like this should be taught in um, to entertainment lawyers, where it's like the perfect movie of loopholes and roundabouts of like just stealing from other films and making your own. This is essentially Home Alone in a school. I. It's okay. Home Alone in a school. Okay. Um, we're going to hit the break and then That's we're going to come back because I have an argument against this thought. Denise Richards. Denise Richards. Other people. We'll be back. And we're back. Dennis is blowing his nose. He's looking like a weird I have a Christmas walrus. cold. He's got a Christmas cold. Don't say walrus. <laughs> Tusk, Tusk, that nightmare film. Um, you don't think this is... It's not like no, no, a straight no, no, up no, no. ripoff. This is the thing, is uh-huh. that I think that it was pitched as Home Alone in a school. Uh-huh. I think that when they came into the meeting where somebody greenlit this bullshit or funded <laughs> it or whatnot, 
they went, think of it as this. It's Christmas. This girl got left at school. And then robbers show up. And she's got to defend herself in the school. Home alone, but in a school. And everybody was like, you know, Home Alone was great. Home Alone was great. This is going to be great. You know they made like six of them, Home Alones? I didn't know that. I knew they made three. I knew they made three as well, but apparently they've made like six of them. That's sad. Or at least that's what somebody told me. That's well, they wind up being sad. movies like this, I feel like. Um, well, no, but but this, I feel like, was pitched as Home Alone in a school. It's not. No, this is also it's, as it's neglectful really as neglectful as the parents are in Home Alone 1 and 2. Yeah. The McAllisters, I believe, as yeah. awful parents as they are, the parents in this take the cake. This is such yeah. a beyond level of negligence. And no, they, no, no. The McAllisters, the McAllisters, they set up in Home Alone a reason. Really, it's a it's kind of shit. There's like 15 people in the house, you know? Well, no, 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 uh, but what it is is that like 12 people or whatever are going. They wake up late for an international flight right. with 12 people, most of them children. And then there is a very specific scene where they are counting heads of kids in the car. And a neighborhood kid has gotten into the car. They count him as Kevin. And then that neighborhood kid gets out of the car. And so they count exactly the amount of children mm -hmm. that they have. And then the one kid is not one of their kids. And in a frantic nature of things, I can understand this happening. I can understand happening. I can well. understand and believe that this happens. Maybe you realize before you're on the plane yeah. that one of them's gone. Yeah. Maybe that's a little negligent. But I believe in that movie, if I remember correctly, they get to their they get there like right as they're closing the door to get on the plane. Right, yeah. So like it's not like they're checking every kid, whatever. You would think they would have one ticket left over where they'd be like, You have an extra ticket for no reason <laughs> but i'm willing to extend my logic like the flaw in logic there to that they aren't the worst parents in the world yeah and then plus they were huge alcoholics right plus Wasn't that a part the, of yes they're terrible alcoholics they beat every one of those children. a lot of those scenes wound up on the cutting room floor but you can still see it in their yeah, eyes yeah you can see it in their eyes method acting and um on. and and then they spend and then those parents spend the mom spends the rest of the movie just desperately trying to get back and calling herself an awful parent and calling like, herself an I awful this parent happen? and doing her best to to get back to her kid this family this family two children <laughs> two kids one of the kids i don't understand why they didn't just have the moment where they went hey can you pick her up to the older son who can drive why didn't they just at the beginning of the day go my day is going to be crazy can you pick her up? Can you pick her up and do that thing? And take you already, didn't he already like offer to do it? And too, he offered to, to do it. How about this? And they just didn't. How about this? When they call him and he's like almost scolding them, like, how could you do that? You forgot about her again? Because later in the film, you can make the, the complaint where it's like, well, they don't have reception. But like, they had reception then. Why didn't they just call yeah. the fucking cops? Yeah. Call either the, the, the cops. Like, hey, we're either the misunderstanding. Like, either the cops or whoever. Also, there is a logic flaw in this movie that that uh, me uh, Rachel watched it with me. Okay, how could you do that to her? What happened was was that I watched 15 minutes of it this morning, then I went on this shoot, then I came back and watched the rest. And so Rachel missed the first 15 minutes of this movie and then had to watch the rest with me. Oh, so and she didn't understand anything so that was going on. Anything, <laughs> but um, why is that little girl the so concept, happy? The concept 
of this entire thing, we both looked at each other and we were like, 15 minutes, 20 minutes into, it's dark outside, the parents still aren't there, they've been driving for what seems like forever. Hours. And we were like, how far away from school (laughs) is your work that you were even going to come close to picking up your kid? Yeah, how early were you going to have to leave? It feels like you would have needed to leave at 1 o'clock in the afternoon from your job. Why isn't this kid taking the bus and or being taken home by the brother? It makes no sense whatsoever. Why does Danny Glover believe her when she's like, I'll be at, fine. You can leave me alone in the school. All, how come there's no other staff there? Yeah, isn't there like usually like a porter or something? It's like 3.30 and there's no other staff at all who has left the building. <laughs> there's so much. This movie's so stupid. But it's it's a kid's movie though, isn't it's a, it? Uh, look, it's a kid's movie, but it's also trying to be a family movie. Yeah. And oh, not the kind of yeah. white-tailed deer family movie where there's an accidental orgy scene in the middle. Oh, man. What, what movie do you pick over? This or White-tailed Deer Hunter? Oh, God. Pick one. You got to pick oh, one. Gun to your head. Probably this. Really? Yeah. I think I'd go Deer Hunter because I'd never get tired of seeing that scene. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we, uh, like, we're sitting and watching it, and it's just, it's a terrible movie. I will say this is, is that there are two people who I think, they don't come out, cl- one of them comes out clean. From the other side of this movie. Okay. And there's another actor in it. Wait, you mean the characters or the, the characters? actors? Okay. Yeah, or no, the actors. Okay. The they actors. come out clean? As the in like, girl? they're okay. No, no. As in they're okay? Or no, no. Like, they're, like, like, I'm like, oh, I like you. Okay. I like you. Okay. I know. Who, can I guess? Yeah. The two actors? One is Ned. Okay. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. And the other one is the Latino dude. No. Oh, damn. All right. Uh, the girl, the little girl. No. Danny Glover. No. Denise Richards. No. The woman in the fur coat thing. No. Uh, who else is in the fucking movie? The brother? No. Oh, the brother's girlfriend. No. Person. Hold on. Oh, the kid with the curly hair. No. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I think I said every character. You missed one. I missed one. Hold on. Oh, the dad? The Jet dad's- the fucking dog. Oh, the, the dog, dog is great in this movie. It. The dog is lovely. I loved every scene with the dog. I loved the dog. I looked at that dog the moment I saw that dog and I went, I like that dog. That's a good dog. And you know what? That dog was a good dog. And it was a good dog the whole movie. And I believe that that dog was a dog the whole fucking movie. Everybody else, Ned, I looked at and I went, you are underutilized in this part. And then when he was in the, when they did the bloopers at the end, I was like, I knew you were underutilized in this part because you're very funny in the outtakes. It looked like they were having a great time making this movie. Yeah. It looked like they, I mean, I know we only see the blooper thing, but like in the blooper thing, you get this vibe that there was a lot of takes where it's like, you, these guys must have had some sort of comedic background, uh-huh. or they were being pitched lines by you know com- comedic writers, because uh-huh. uh, they just did a lot of takes. It seemed like of multiple lines, and be like, which one's the best? You yeah. Know? Well, um, and the little girl in it. Don't get me wrong. I was like, she was annoying. No, she, no, was, she was well, no, she was annoying, but in that way, like where you look at a kid and you're like, especially in the bloopers, mm-hmm. along with it, I had a moment in it where I was like, oh. I don't know how you've been missed where you don't have your own little Disney show. Yeah. Like you're, you are a precocious little girl who like can do a really good job. Like I've worked with child actors before and some of them are terrible. Like they can't deliver lines. They can't do, they can't express emotions. She's a little bit like theater kitty. Yeah. 
Like oh, you can yeah. tell. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, like, you don't get a kid who's not theater kitty to start doing m- movie acting. She's very pleased with herself, <laughs> this little girl, yeah. this little actress. But no, she was good. She was what? She was supposed to be nine years old? She's like nine years she old. She only told us 11, 15, 20 times in the yeah, film. Yeah, 35 times in the film that she's I'm nine not, years old. There was a lot of, like, I want a guitar. <laughs> no one else found it strange either that, like, this janitor has this super nice apartment, pretty much. In the school? Whoa. Hello, everybody. I'm back. Sorry, guys. No, no, no. no this be, mixer is a problem. It's an issue. I was telling. I was realizing that Dennis's mic was really low. But then I got to I yell. Fixed it. Now I got to bring it back down. In your I ears. Do my Barry White voice. It's okay. This is a terrible movie, so I don't mind having. You ever a bit get of audio you ever get here. stranded anywhere as a kid, Stephen? Stranded. I got. I got. Um, I'll go first because I got one. Um, yeah, I think I might have actually told this before, but uh, my older brother Sean, who I'm trying to get on this podcast. He, uh, Why the fuck won't Sean come on the podcast? He's he's super uh, self-aware, self-conscious kind of. Where ah. like he could talk shit as much as he wants in person, but the moment he thinks he's being recorded, it's like it's an issue. You know, what kind of mobbed up fucker is your brother? He's a dope. He's well. Am he's, I being recorded? He's very like uh, not like that, but like he's macho construction dude. But here's the funny thing about my brother that I always love to tell people: theater background in high school. He That's played fun. he played the king in The King and I. Was he was he in yellow face? Steven, are you trying to get us? What are you doing? You're going to get us canceled. No, I'm trying to get your brother canceled. Trying to get my brother canceled? In that case, yes, canceled. he was in full yellow face. He looked been, like Bart Simpson wearing I've been trying a to get Komodo. Your, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even say kimono right. I don't know what it is, you man. Long Island <laughs> fuck. Hold on. So so far we've got uh, lethal what. Uh, Whatever you, that one I fucked up. You were wrong. You 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 mistook mistakenly. You you mistook the one black person that is in Die Hard. No, there's two. I think there's two black people in Die Hard. For Danny Glover and the villain. One of them. No, uh, I've never seen it, so I'm just guessing. You've never seen Die Hard? I don't think I've seen one. No, no, Die Hard. I have. See, I can't keep them straight. Die Hard. Die Hard had the black computer whiz. Die Hard had a black computer whiz, and it had oh, uh, and Uncle, it had Carl. Uncle Carl. Uncle Carl. Uncle Carl. As a cop, getting too old for outside. Yeah, um, and then Lethal Weapon was the other one. That you was Danny Glover, was Danny Glover and uh, the guy who directed now you can't, The Passion of Christ? You can't. Uh, Danny Glover directed The Passion. Yeah, Danny of Glover. That's why it was critically that. panned because Hollywood is uh, racist. racist, terribly racist. I was in the <sighs> middle of a point before we went off on this total. What was my point? You were talking about your brother. Oh, yeah, my brother. All right, so he was in The King and I. Um, yeah, I'm trying to tell a story of being stranded somewhere and actually stranded at a school. So my brother's playing The King and The King and I, and I get called upon to sell uh, snacks and refreshments in intermission, you know? So I'm hanging out both nights, and the final show, a bunch sounds, of my family Sounds legit. Out. Oh, it was legit, bro. I stole at least one Reese's. Oh. Added to the list of employers I've stolen from. Uh so a bunch of my family comes out to see this last show on Saturday, and uh, it's a big deal. A bunch of people are coming back to the house. We've gotten a uh-huh. three-foot hero. It's a big deal. I'm cleaning up refreshments. Everybody fucking leaves. I turn around. Next thing I know, the whole place is empty except for like the janitor and me. I have to call on a payphone and be like, did you guys leave me here? <laughs> and my pa- Yeah, no cell phone. That's I was young. That's I was like, amazing. I was probably like 13 years old. A little too young to be, or 14 years old, a little too young to be left at the high school, mom and dad. I'm still upset over it. Anyway, they came and picked me up 10 minutes later, and I'm uh, still upset all these years later. Um, I was never stranded as a child. Um, The only time I was ever stranded 
was there was one time when I was in high school. I thought you were going to say emotionally. <laughs> no. I mean, emotionally, many people have left me. Yes. But that's, you know, that's I'm a whole other. That's a different podcast. Um, where are you going? Conversations Why, with my father. <laughs> <laughs> no, my dad's good. My dad's good. My mom's good, too. But there's some ex-girlfriends. Just uh. well, that's why they're ex-girlfriends. I know. Um, Are you just saying that because your mom listens to this? Hey, no, Mrs. my parents. McDonald's. No, my parents were actually really. My parents yeah. were really lovely. Me and my dad had a weird relationship when I was in high school, but past that, it actually got better. Yeah, it's easier when you um, get older. Yeah, you get older, they get older. Uh, but no, there was one time when I was in high school when I was driving a girlfriend home, and uh, we ran out of gas halfway. I was like 16 or 17 and I didn't, I hadn't filled up my tank and I thought I had enough gas and I ran out of gas. Did the light come on or it was broken or the, the, I don't think that car had like a, Hey, you're about to run out of gas light. It just had the, it just had the little meter, the swipey meter, the swipey meter. And it was sitting down by E and I knew (laughs) that I needed to, my plan was I'm going to drop you off. Then I'll be close to a gas station. I'll get gas and go home. And then I ran out of gas on the way. Mm -hmm. And I was so embarrassed by the entire thing that we were closer to her house. And I was like, I don't want to go to your house to ask your parents to drive us back here to put gas in the car. And so I think I had a, I had a cell phone and I called my, my parents and had them come because I was less embarrassed to have my parents come. You didn't have any friends that you could hit up and be like, Bob, I'm in a situation. Dennis, look at me. Do I look like somebody who has friends? I didn't have a lot of friends in high school, but I feel like in a pinch I could hit. If you use the right tone with (laughs) friends, they get excited where it's like, dude, I need your help. No, it was, it was just late. And it was like, it was like, we, we knew that we needed too far to walk too. I was going to say far to walk, walk the rest of the way. Too yeah. far to walk. Ohio, man. Ohio. Ohio, man. But even even I, like growing up in Ohio where everything is very far from each yeah. other, I had the moment with the parents in this movie where I was like, "How fucking far is your yeah. office from I don't care in the snow." Like, but you're driving quite quickly according to the way the snow is hitting your window, according yeah. to the exterior shots we've seen of any cars driving. You're driving you're not like, this isn't like every two seconds I'm sliding off the road. Right. This is just driving. Which is which also not how they should have been driving. It makes sense that they crashed, but... Yeah. I did yeah. enjoy... Uh, I thought Denise Richards and whoever... First of all, uh, that's why we know this is a fictional film. Not because Santa Claus is in it. Not because the girl gets left at the school. But that dude could never wind up with a lady like Denise Richards. I, Come I, on. I disagree. Did you see Starship Troopers? I I dis I did see Starship. You Troopers. think he could, he's charming? He's listen as a larger, funny guy. I am an look, optimist look, for what I can thing. obtain. But this is the thing, Denise Richards. Stephen, th- no, this is the thing that you got to remember is is that when you're young, when you're young, and you're living your life and you're being wild and crazy, yeah, you want a Rico, you know. You want a Rico. You want to be with Rico. Rico! You know what to do. You want to be with Rico. And he kills him. But then you get older, you know, and you want to settle down. You want to actually start a family. And you look at you look around and you're like, no, I want this guy who works. I don't know at at my job apparently a, a marketing or architecture or something firm. Something vague. I something vague. Something vague where they don't notice. Something it. vague where she works in the finance department and he works in what seems to be some kind of art department. It's like human acquisitions. <laughs> it's where they where work. Both in of you slavery, are there and needing to leave at three p.m kind of confused um and also confused that you wouldn't be like if it's definitely like you work in the same building maybe 
link up at some point to figure out who's going to take the kid home. Wouldn't they have lunch together? <laughs> maybe. Maybe lunch together. Or actually, that's what keeps them together is that they don't maybe, do lunch together. Uh, like, I don't know. We just we live in such an era now where it is so much easier to get in contact with somebody that the concept that you just don't yeah. is kind of like... It's ridiculous. You meant to? Yeah. Um, they're bad parents. Is they're what awful I'm really, parents. They're awful parents. And they're so cavalier And you know who it? knows it? You they know do. Who knows it? No, no. You know who really knows it? Both the kids. son. Yeah. The son. When they're like, we're on our way, but we didn't. And he's like, you forgot her again? He treats them like they are alcoholics. Like, that's how, like, a frustrated child <laughs> yeah, to talk like, to their drunk parents. Like, what are you fucking doing? You need to put your head in your ass. You left your daughter in school? <laughs> I said I would do it. I said I would do it. This, <laughs> it's... They, and the parents, like, they'll turn to each let's, other and be like, let's start no, being no, a family. No, no, like, now, oh, yeah. no, no, let's re... Okay, we're going to rewrite this movie right now. Yeah, you, on you, this you fix problems. How do we do this? On this podcast, we're going to rewrite this movie, okay? The parents are alcoholics. They are alcoholics. Okay? The dad is... We're going to flip it on its head just a little bit. The dad, alcoholic, but just wet noodle of a man. Just wet noodle of a man. Mom... Physically abusive as hell. Physically abusive, both to the Just dad and to the, the dad to both of the children. Danny Glover. <laughs> Danny Glover is the only person who sees that this girl's life is in shambles, and he sees and that because of this, she has the power to become a great guitar virtuoso. No, not that it's no. no. Okay. it's that she has taken up liking the guitar, and this is her only respite from a world that is just horror of living with her parents. And the physical abuse, the the neglect, the awful thing. But her only little moment between all of this is music. Do they kill Danny Glover early in the film and then she gets revenge and kills them? No. Why but not? But then what happens is, is that in our version... Uh-huh. Uh, Sounds more like your version, but go ahead. Robbers rob, I don't know, something that's more than $250 worth of quarters. And By the way, Ned, I know they kind of... I'm going to use... Inappropriate language right now because it's uh-huh. for comedic effect. They say that he is uh, like mentally inefficient because he's been dropped on his head. Yeah, and then he's just like throwing around these huge garbage bags filled with coins. Retard strength, everybody. They they make <laughs> the joke without making the joke, but he is like he has the retard strength. Well, but at the same time, they don't play him as he's like he's played. He's as on the naive. level as much as anyone else. Yeah, he, he's, he's not naive. played as as like he's not Lenny. Like he's not Lenny from Mice and Men. Oh, I think where he's Lenny just from like, the Simpsons. Okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> Lenny from Mice and Men. He's not. Uh, he's not like, like mentally handicapped. Yeah. They they all he is is naively stupid. Yeah. He's sweet. He's empathic. He's sweet and empathic. empathic. And like they pretend in this movie, like he's a moron. Yeah. And at no point in the movie is he a moron. Like, well, he does head um, south or north for three hours instead of south. No, no, he doesn't head north for three hours. He takes a right onto the <laughs> highway, which she told him to do. She didn't pay attention while he was doing it to go. No, why not is, north? Why is the idiot south? Why is the idiot the getaway driver? That's another question. At all. That's why a big we, question. Why are we cutting him in? Oh yeah. Well, they kept having the fall, this moment possibly. though, where they were like, "We're going to Acapulco," and I and I kept having a moment in my head where I was like, "Those are those are bags filled with quarters." <laughs> 
I have taken bags filled with quarters to the change machine and changed them. You are about to get $150. Yeah, they have like... What bank did you think you robbed? <laughs> they were like, they did this robbery just to fund a long weekend <laughs> in Acapulco. But it's not... You wouldn't even get to Acapulco. The amount of gas... You ever tried to that, bribe... That a- that ice cream truck would have taken... They wouldn't have made it to Occam. Where are they? Imagine trying to bribe border agents and ICE agents with like handfuls of quarters. Like, talk about a heavy handshake. You're just like, here you go, man. Yeah, just, just dropping change just into their hands. It all like, over the are you place? kidding me? Uh, no, it's like that was the entire kind of concept of that. It just felt like one of these things where it's like in our movie, it's going to be that they made a big bank robbery. Okay. okay. They've got they they stole like two million. What if they robbed a blood bank and they're also vampires? No. See, see everyone on the podcast. This is this is where you have to. Uh, I want to teach everybody a little lesson is it's when somebody gives moment. you when somebody gives you a bad note, feel free to say no to it. You know, like Dennis. Can isn't, we try it again? Dennis isn't funding this movie. I'm funning it though. You know what I mean? I'm oh funning God. it up. How do you feel about the holidays, Stephen? You're big. Well, I want to say this. Think about that answer, but also because originally, like I said, I was supposed to have my buddy Jesse on. Jesse, again, if you're listening, I'm so sorry that you watched this piece of shit and now you don't get to. Talk yeah, about Jesse, it. I'm I'm sorry. But Jesse is. We'll have you back on for a good movie. He probably won't come back on after that. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> I'd be I'd be pretty salty. I don't blame him either. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I looked up Jesse is of the Jewish persuasion and uh-huh. I've always been uh, open-minded to keep my enemies closer. So, uh, wow. well, I no, fuck it. so, but I looked up, uh, Hanukkah uh-huh. and I looked up Jewish both uh-huh. on the Netflix search system. Yeah. There is fucking nothing out there, dude. Schindler's list came up. That was it. Wow. There are no Hanukkah holiday movies on Netflix. How are they not being called out on this? They should be. And Somebody write a medium it, post. If the media is, yeah, someone write a fucking blog post and credit us as the source. We are the spotlight in this situation for the Catholic church abuse scandal. It's fucking <laughs> Netflix book club calling out Netflix. No Jewish movies at all. Not even eight crazy nights. I thought Adam Sandler is supposed to be around your finger. Yeah. If the media is run allegedly by the Jews, not my opinion, but people say that, where are all the fucking Hanukkah movies? Um, I don't know. End rant. I don't know. What do you, you like the holidays, Stephen? <laughs> um, I'll put it this way. Uh, I like uh seeing people. I like the I like the kind of fun communal attitude of it. Uh-huh. Like I like that I'm gonna go see my family, and there's gonna be a couple days. Like there's a couple days of the year that are set aside to just kind of like hang out, have dinner. Yeah. Make jokes, fuck around. Play cards, maybe. Whatever Whatever we do. Yeah. I like that there's that because I don't see my family very much. And if there wasn't that structured moment in time when you can, it's like okay to take off work. It's okay to do these types of things. Yeah. Socially, I might never do them. Um, no, I don't like the holidays. Jesus isn't alive and well in your heart? Um, nah. You were not going to wish Jesus a happy birthday this year? Nah. I didn't know I was doing a podcast with a heathen. No, not a heathen. No, a heathen. No. No? No. A heretic? I don't know. A... I'm not good with these biblical words. Me neither. I don't know. Just like staunch... It sounds like you do Look, like the holidays, but you're, if not, everybody like, you're wants not filled to, with holiday spirit. If everybody wants to sit around and tell each other the same fairy tale over <laughs> and over and over... That something special happened on a night 
and that the tree is not from pagan holidays and that the yule log is not from pagan holidays wait pretending that, that they're not from because they yeah, are you're right? just they're okay. they are all pagany yeah. things yeah. that got carried over so that people would become christian if everybody like i love that christianity like, outsourced all, their little traditions be like well, well the pagans, yeah people are forgetting about the pagans and they got some really good stuff i think we could bring they got in. some really great stuff we could reboot it rebrand it nobody's gonna like know. like this entire it's all make-believe and uh and i don't believe in any of it and i'm pretty okay with that personally uh, we're gonna be looking for a new uh host on netflix book club i'm looking for someone strongly Look, religious no this is the thing anybody can have their own opinions of the ho- i know people who love christmas i don't get it i don't get the love of like the the seasonal decorating the the everything that goes like i don't understand there are people who are just very into that. Yeah. And to each their own. I like a lot of different stuff. But like, I don't get it. I don't understand it personally. I think it's nice. It confuses nice. me. I don't, I don't mind, you know, people, they hear about uh, keep Christ in Christmas. And I say to that, yeah. I say to that, if you want, if you want to do Christmas on a totally non-religious way and you just want to be nice and uh, almost like a second Thanksgiving where you're just thankful and you get to see your friends and you give gifts maybe because and yeah. it's rounding up the end of the year. Yeah. Keep Christ in Christmas if you want, but don't fucking shit on people if they're not going to church or whatever. It's uh, no, the entire know, it's nice my to thing have an is, excuse to celebrate. Well, no, know? and it's kind of the thing that's like my mother-in-law, my wife and her family are Jewish and my mother-in-law thinks I'm Christian because I celebrate Christmas. And I refer to, I have told her to her face, she still like doesn't believe me, uh-huh. but I have told her to her face, we would call it, hey, let's all get together, open presents and have dinner day. But that's real long. That's so funny. I mean, you are, you're atheist, right? Or agnostic? Yeah, right? I'm atheist. So you've told her that you're atheist explicitly. Yeah. I love the idea of telling someone that you don't believe in God. And they're like, I think you do though. I think secretly you do. Not like deep down you don't realize you do, but like I don't buy it, Stephen. Well, no, and even my you family celebrate Christmas. Even my family, we weren't raised Christian. Mm-hmm. We the closest I came to Christian, there there are three things that are the closest I came to Christian. Okay, uh, my gra- my grandmother on my mother's side took us to church like six times, and like try like was like trying to be a good. How was it? I didn't understand what was going on. And then halfway through mass, they would, they would, uh, they would have like Sunday school, and I would get brought into this other room with all these kids who were there every week, but I wasn't there every week, and I didn't know, so I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was just uh-huh. confused. And then they would try to be like teaching me about Jesus or something like that, I guess, and I would just be like, I don't Not know. Not you guess, who, of course they're trying to teach. You I don't about know Jesus. who this Jesus guy is. I don't know what any of this is. Um, and then. Uh, the the that was the first thing. The second thing. I love thing, that you gave him the I don't know who Jesus is thing. I don't know this guy. That's totally guy. that's totally the scene in Pulp Fiction where it's like, Pilot, what's that? I don't watch TV. Yeah, but you're aware that there's a thing called TV. You were aware of Jesus, you motherfucker. I don't know. Well, no, I'm, I was like little five. Stephen being. Oh, okay. I was like so five. maybe you really didn't. So I, maybe I literally didn't. That's just um, the word Dad yells around the house when someone yeah. has to change the oil on the car. Um, and then. When I was, uh, like, I don't know, like, when I was 16 or 17, Mm -hmm. there was the period of time where I was, like, I was, like, kind of getting down with the idea of Jesus because there were some, like, real hot youth groupy girls. 
and Just I was the way that God intended. And I was super into the idea <laughs> of hand jobs. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Um, Jesus approves. <laughs> yeah, Jesus approves. <laughs> That's still one of the few. Right? We weren't having sex. No. Um, and then the and then the only other time that like Christianity I remember being like a part of what we did in any capacity was when I like for a couple years. I don't even think we do it anymore. Was that we might is that like we would sit around the table at Christmas time and we would hold hands and my dad would say grace. And I think the only reason that we would do that is because it only really seemed to start after my grandma passed away, his oh, mom. Yeah. And I think what it is is that he likes the idea of like there's a thing that he did when he was a kid and that he's keeping up. Yeah. And uh, when he passes away... We won't do that anymore. <laughs> we won't do that anymore. You don't know. People like, change. You can have some good weird for him, experience. Good for him trying. Oh, man. I love him to death, but I'm not doing that. Not that I hope, but it would when be I, funny. When, when like, it happens this time, I, I hold hands with people, and then I think to myself, that is weird. Um, I always like to try to do it in inappropriate situations before a show starts. <laughs> I'll get the comments. going to be like, all right, everybody, listen up. Everyone's doing 15, and uh, let's hold hands and give grace to God for this beautiful opportunity <laughs> to give joy to the people. And a one and a two. Oh, yeah, it's a musical number, by the way. Here we go. Hey, guys, could we just circle up and have a little prayer circle before we start? Dear Lord, please Dear let us make these people laugh. Please let these Rhode Island people. Dear Lord, let the cocaine that I bought from the bouncer not just be baby powder, but in fact... It would be like baby laxative, right? Baby powder could kill you, could <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It just dried stopped, up the inside of my doing, sinuses. I stopped doing drugs a long time ago. That's true. Me too. I don't do drugs um, anymore. Um, yeah, Christmas, my house, always a big holiday. You know, both my parents are Irish Catholic. I have I don't go to church anymore, but they always ask every year, be like, it'd mean a lot if you, you know, really if you came to the church. And I'm just like, nah, sorry, I'm not going to go. But it's not a thing anyway. It's not a big thing. It used to be a big thing. Now it's just like, no, it's fine. But uh, we're always together. Like, we'll do Christmas Eve used to be the big night where, like, all the aunts and uncles would get together at one house. And, uh-huh. uh, and my godfather would actually dress up as Santa and come in through, like, the side of the house. And he'd give out gifts to all the kids that were really from aunts and uncles to, like, nieces yeah. and nephews. and go. Um, he passed away. Mm-hmm. And they thought I was going to do it. And I did it, like, twice. And then I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. Because also when he did it, there was so many young people. It'd be like 12 yeah. kids. At the, yeah. Now there's like two young kids who yep. are young enough to believe that shit. Uh-huh. And even them, they're like, he's really here for just us two. Like they're suspicious yeah. of it. You know what I mean? No. And when I was when I was a kid, so we did two. We luckily, like I think it was good for our, really good for our family. Was that so my whole family's in Michigan. At Christmas to me means like that's one of the fun things of this road trip to me is that Christmas to me means piling a bunch of shit into a car and driving too far. Oh, no. Because no. I grew up in Ohio and all of my family was in Michigan, in Lansing or surrounding areas. And so we would every year of my entire youth, I drove to Lansing, Michigan and stayed in hotels there. And that was Christmas. That's what Christmas was. Yuck. And I would hate that. And we, and in hindsight, it wasn't even that far. It's only like three and a half hours. Oh yeah, that's um, like it's not terrible, but 
But I guess on Christmas, that's the thing though. On holidays, I don't want to do shit. I don't want to travel. Well, I don't want to even go kid, 45 you're minutes. Like, as a kid, you're like, I have no idea what time is. So True. you're just like, I'm in a car forever. And hopefully, maybe you just got a but, new toy for your Game Boy, new game for your Game Boy Advance or something, you know? Hopefully. Hopefully. But not on the way there, though. <gasps> uh, only on the way back. Oh. Uh, but then you can't play in the dark because it's not backlit. God backlit. damn it, technology. Damn it, technology. That was the worst. No, but what we would do is, is that we would drive up and then. Uh, Christmas Eve, we would be with my my dad and my mom's families were both nearby each other, like within driving distance. And so on Christmas Eve, we would do my dad's family and we would get presents and do that entire thing. And then on Christmas morning, we would do my mom's side of the family. And then on Christmas night, we would my grandmother because we would do that at my great grandmother's house during the day or during Christmas Eve. And then uh, Christmas Day, we would be at my grandmother's house on my dad's side and do dinner again. And then they were ni- They were good enough that they also invited like the other side of the family, like my mom's right. sister and brother and stuff like that. That if they wanted to come, they could come. Um, and that was always fun. Like yeah. that was always a good time. We played cards. Like everybody played cards. It was a really good time for a really long time. And then the and then in my family, what happened, honest to God, was was uh, was everybody fun died. <laughs> <laughs> You're still alive. Yeah, yeah, but I'm like okay. You're like okay, fun. Yeah, you're like. But like, you can add to the fun, but you're not the fun starter. I'm not the fun starter. Yeah. And there was a couple years there where what happened was was that my my uncle Ron died, and then a few years later my great uncle Ron died. Rest in peace. And then a few years after that my uncle Bob died. Rest in peace. And then my great grandma Barnum died. We never liked him. No, I'm just kidding. Rest in peace. What well, was a her, and she was great. I'm ha- I'm hardly listening. She <laughs> lives to be a, she lived to be a hundred and three. So Jesus. Like, and At the end, was she just like, please, for the love of God, kind of no more Christmases. There was a moment which, oh, like, I tell you that, my actually. aunt was trying to be my aunt was trying to be sweet, but it just didn't work on me. Uh huh. Was that we were at her wake and I was standing in front of her casket, and there's an open casket, and I'm looking at her, and my aunt comes up and puts her arm around me, and she's like, "Oh, it's so sad that she's gone. She loved you boys so much. You know, she thought you were amazing and." Always loved seeing you and always had such nice things to say. And the only thing that was running through my head was, I'm so glad you got to die. Like, yeah. you're a hundred and three. Sure. Like, she had watched two of her boys die. Oh, my God. She watched her husband die. Jesus. Like, she only had one daughter left. Stop taking such good and care and of yourself. Like, all of her friends were dead. It was just like, oh, don't, you don't need to stay. Yeah, like, those last three years. Go, go, eight go. Years, 13 years. Who knows? But um, before before my godfather died, the guy who played Santa at these parties. Actually, I got it wrong. A f- couple years before he died, he kind of put down the gauntlet and was like, I'm not doing this. Someone else has to start doing yeah. this. So I did it once or twice. My older brother, younger brother. It's kind of like every year now it's somebody different, but somebody's doing it. But this is a great Christmas memory. I loved it so much. My godfather pulled me and like his two other godchildren into the hallway like his second to last Christmas or third to last Christmas before mm-hmm. he got sick and passed away. And he gave each of us gifts and he goes, "Listen, all of you are like old enough now. We're like we're not doing this anymore. This is it. No more gifts from here on out." And I was just like like <laughs> I guess he thought we were going to be like, "Oh, what the hell? Like this is I was just start. I just started laughing. I was like, "All right, man, absolutely!" Like now, I don't have to look for like socks or some bullshit for you that you don't really probably even want. You know yeah. what I mean? It was just a moment of being real, and that was yeah. a great gift for me of him just being like, "Listen, we're not doing this shit anymore. You guys are like eighteen years old, twenty no, years old." No, I whatever. totally understand, and I had the same. Like, we realized 
and it even is like a problem now we we try to stick to a rule i'm breaking it this year because i'm making a bunch of people's presents okay which i really need to do um yeah it's only like three days before christmas Steven. well no but i got till the weekend uh oh, yeah, next true. weekend that's how much my pa- like my family doesn't give a shit about christmas is that we move when we're doing christmas to the most convenient weekend um that's what happens when you don't keep christ in christmas and it's okay it's okay i guess as long as you still have the birthday cake on the day it's wednesday 25th no it's 2000 you have a birthday cake yeah for jesus you have a birthday cake for jesus you don't we were irish catholic so we go pretty hard you guys do a birthday what shape is it what's on it it's a cross it's a cross it's a cross is it buttercream no why would it be buttercream I don't know. What kind yeah. of frosting is it? We do chocolate just because it's like, it don't really, you know, we like chocolate frosting, but, but we try to put on like, Wait we'll put 20, Wait we'll put 2020 on with candles because he's 2020 years old. Yeah. Now. Well, actually, yeah, no, he's 2020 years old. So, and then we sing happy birthday, Jesus. And then we sacrifice somebody. No, we don't fucking do a birthday cake for Jesus, Steven. What kind of weird mormon shit do you think we do over at the rooney household look okay you were sold on that man i don't i don't know what you do first of all you're on long island just like (laughs) second of all second of all i want to point this out for for all i know your father could be doing anything because i can't understand a word that comes out of his mouth fair very fair and then we should have him on the podcast. That Why? would be amazing. We'd have to get another microphone because we need a translator. <laughs> yeah, well, we I need guess a translator I do for it, him. But, uh, uh, anyway, we do it just like out of a full metal jacket. We sing happy birthday, Jesus. <laughs> happy birthday, dear Jesus. Yeah, it's just um, my my family is much more just like, yeah, let's get together. Let's see each other. Let's do presents and stuff like that. Now my brother has two kids, so it's a little bit more focused towards them. Mm. Where it's like, hey, that's what happens. People have kids. Yeah, our traditions are kind of fading. It's fun. It's fun for like. I feel like it's fun for them. It's nice to see them once again. It's kind of that thing that's like, I'm not very good at like keeping up at like, not even just keeping up, but like making time. Mm, Me neither. And selfish like that, I guess. Even when like, I lived in the same city as my brother, it was hard to find time to actually see each other. Yeah. So, um, it's always good to like do that. My other brother lives in, o- in, in Ohio and it's like Chicago is easier because one of my, one of my, my brother Mark lives in Chicago. My brother Dave lives in Ohio. Um, and with Chicago, Rachel's family is there as well. And so it's easier to get there yeah. and see my brother because I'm there to see her family as well. And then maximize the family brownie. Yeah. And then my uh, and my parents live like two out two hours outside of Chicago in Michigan. And they have five acres worth of land and a guest bedroom. So like I go out there sometimes for like a week to just hang out. Right. The ATV. Um, No, they don't have an ATV. They don't have enough land for an ATV. Oh, I thought it was that one from that story. Uh, No, that's okay. Rachel's parents' place in Colorado, which I've been. I to. can't keep track of but all these estates. Estates, all right? you estates. know, estates. <laughs> no, uh, but my parents' place in Michigan is nice to just like retreat to. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is that I don't really have any reason since my parents aren't in Ohio. The only reason to go is my brother, and presently he doesn't have a a house where I could stay at, and other than seeing my brother. I have no reason to be in Ohio. Right. There's nothing to do there. I grew up there. 
I know what's there. Oh, There's Ohio, there. great state. And you guys, no, um, no, it's not. No, you have um. No, it's not. No, I, that's Idaho. I spent my I entire youth there. Nothing's there. There is Cincinnati's corn. cool city. There is corn. There is soybeans. There is technically nearby where my brother is. There is the football hall of fame. Game on. Cleveland has is the rock and roll hall of fame. I don't care about any of these I hall like of fame. Too. Shout out Cleveland. Cleveland's, <laughs> Cleveland is not that bad, but everybody needs to realize anytime they talk about Cleveland that it's three buildings and then just nothing. Did and you know that Cleveland rocks? Apparently. <laughs> and which I would also argue question. <laughs> um, no, like the people that are the people that are in these places are fine, but I have no reason to be there. Yeah. And you know, this was shot in Duluth, Minnesota. Was this it is the only interesting trivia on the film? There's I, look I up had the a moment. I was looking around, just like the set, yeah, like looking around when they were outside and actually shooting things, not on a soundstage. Yeah. And I thought to myself, this looks like Minnesota. I was like, where are they? Are they in Minnesota? Just because it was snowy. No, just like the way that the trees were and stuff like that. I was like, that's not quite Michigan. The way the it's trees not. were? Yeah. What are you, Lewis and Clark? <laughs> Fucking yeah. These aren't Michigan trees. These are Minnesota trees. I uh, I am both Lewis and Clark. That's impressive. Um, Clewis. I'm Clewis and or Lark. Clewis. I'm Clewis and Lark. Lark Clewis. Uh, we, uh, we are the team that we didn't go west. To find the ocean. Like Fievel. We thought that the ocean was north. Oh. Okay. So like we made Maine. it like halfway through the country. And then we started going north, you know? Until you saw those Minnesota um, trees. We saw those Minnesota trees and we thought to ourselves, you know? We could make a movie here. This is home. <laughs> we could rip off Home Alone. This is home. Alone. In a school. In a school. This movie sucked, dude. This movie was terrible. Jesse, I am so sorry you watched this film. <laughs> but it would have been... Ah, whatever. We had a good conversation about it. Um, it was. I don't think we're gonna do any other awful. holiday movies though this year. Honestly, I was gonna. Say you know what I think we should podcast. do is what I think. Uh, actually, we probably won't because I'm gonna be out of town next weekend, so we're gonna have an True. issue unless oh, we can yeah. get in and and record a podcast. Is that uh, is it'd be fun if we found something that was New Year's Eve specific to oh, put those, out next all week. Those movies suck though. Are there yeah, any I good know. New Year's Eve D- I don't know. W- was this movie good that you chose? <laughs> Was this movie great that you chose to, to spread the holiday spirit, you fuck? There were so many of these types of Christmas movies on Netflix. I could not believe the amount of dog oh. shit holiday no, no. films there that get made. There are a billion of them. Every year, there too. There are a billion of so them. So many. Why don't we do that? They must be making money. We could make some fucking stupid Christmas movie. I'd be happy to make some stupid Christmas movie. So you have two alcoholic parents, and the only thing that the daughter can do is find respite in the janitor's closet playing guitar. Can we turn it into okay. a sort of apt pupil thing where like he was maybe not a Nazi, but he was like a war criminal and she finds out and then she blackmails him into giving her guitar lessons and then they build this weird relationship and then she can't have sex to completion unless she... Mem- Did anyone else read apt pupil or just is me? She, is she still a, a child that can't have She's sex like to completion? 16. I'm very confused. Oh, in the book, he gets all fucked up. He can't. It's a, it's a thing. Are and we still talking about our movie? No, we're talking about Apt Pupil. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's wrap this up. I got to get going. I got tickets to see, uh, uh, what is it? Star Wars? Yeah. What's the name of it? The Last Jedi? Uh, the I'm Rise saying. of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. Well, Dennis, this movie was shit. Let's do it. 
Don't stream it. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bell rock. Don't stream it. Jingle bell all the time. I'm dreaming of never watching this movie. Just like the other Christmas movies on Netflix. Everybody say goodbye. Goodbye. Ho, ho, ho.